0: In this episode of Man vs. Marriage Crazy Good Communication, She's Fine. <laughs> the Playbook. The Podcast. How good do you want your life to be? It's truly really about becoming the best version of yourself that's possible. Man vs. Marriage And welcome back to another episode of Man vs. Marriage. Quincy Moran Gene Moran in the studio We ready to rock this playbook episode so you know what kind of action to take and run it in plays on the field brother! Honey! What's No.
1: <laughs>
0: Come on you like that commercial back in the ba- back in the day. Who's
1: it Hi. You sissy. <laughs>
0: okay, so here we're we're gonna get to this thing on this playbook episode. Here is what we've covered. We covered the journey, which was a situation with Jeannie and this COVID deal going on, uh that had to do with Food, canceling a nine day vacation, a Chris Stapleton concert, a Lauren Daigle concert, a and hockey
1: game,
0: a, a Kings and Predators hockey game in Nashville, Tennessee. In the arena um, I've never been to. All right, we'll get there, honey. And me going to see my dad, my family over in Alabama, um, and just uh, nine days away for us time and then it comes time for groceries and here we are and people have panic purchased and Sam's club you dirty dogs has let us down again and don't even get me started we spend over ten thousand dollars a year Sam's club how in the
1: hell Quincy can you Wayne. not get it right Keep moving keep moving
0: ooh that fires me up um and then uh, like, you know, me, um, in the game plan episode, Jeannie put me on the spot. If you didn't listen to that episode, go back and check it out. Uh, she put me on the spot to ask what some of her signs are.
1: How did that help, though? Being able to talk out what you see and what you think and then realizing what I'm catching of what you're doing? Did it help?
0: Putting me on the spot scares me to death. <laughs> Usually, now you know how
1: I feel when Coach Rita's in the
0: room. Of course, of course. And the <laughs> reason it scares me to death is because I'm always looking at I want to always have the right answer and to say the perfect word. But hey, that's garbage because that's not real life. Anyway, I thought it was very insightful. And I wonder if you guys wrote those questions down and took them to your wife or looked at your relationship and took them... To your wife, because you've got to know, in order to help her when she's quote fine, you. It's important for us as guys to know what the heck does this woman need. You know, men are from Mars and women are from Venus, or whatever that book is. You know what? I'm gonna have to read that book. I think it. Uh, I think it's pretty apropos for me as a as a marriage podcast, but. Um, this is the point to where we've come in our journey is before I would be Mr. Fix-It and try to just make all her problems go away when truly I believe this about us all. We all have the answer to what we need. We just need a little help and perspective and we need somebody at our times of uncertainty to be the face of certainty. And that's the commitment that I make to my wife because I know what her needs are. And how do I know that? she told me. Why did she tell me? Because I asked her. Why did she answer? Because we've developed our relationship and we're a safe place for one another. And she feels comfortable that I'm not going to use those needs to exploit her, but I'm actually going to use them to to help make her better. And I think she feels better. I mean, just listening to what you've said, you've acknowledged that you actually. Have the answers, and it helps that I come along and help coach you through it.
1: I think that's one of the things that I noticed with Rita. We, we you've listened to past episodes, I have had issues with accountability. I did not want Quincy holding me accountable to things. Um, we'll, we'll get into that a little deeper later down the line, but the, for the reasons of that, but with Rita, Rita could ask me anything. And it didn't matter if she pissed me off. I would still tell her and she could hold me and call me on my shit and I would have to honestly own up to it because she was Rita and I gave her permission to do that. But I didn't give Quincy that permission. Now, since flipping the switch and realizing this is an area that I was withholding myself from you, we've gotten better. I've gotten better at saying, okay, I can let you help me process through some of these things. And I might get mad about it. I might get chippy. I might, I have my moments where I can be extremely colorful, but you aren't allowed to let me quit and I'm not allowed to stop. We've made this agreement. Mm-hmm. But it took us, well, we've been doing this 10 years in a 20 year marriage, and it took us till. A month ago, almost two months ago, to get to a place where I could say, "Okay, you can, you can do this," and I'm gonna let you do this, and we're gonna work through it, and it's gonna be ugly and messy and dirty and crappy sometimes, but we've agreed to clean it up. I can't clean it by myself sometimes. I can't, I can't see my own stuff sometimes.
0: Right. So, with that being said, the playbook episode here is to help you draw up some plays. To and I'm, I use these analogies because I'm a sports guy, and thank God my wife is a full time sports girl now, and uh, she's never been hotter. Um, and that's that's to say that you know, you can take these uh, these analogies and you can repeat these phrases in your head while you are in the moment, and they will help you. We even came up in this uh, in this group of crazy good communication episodes and a buzzword for me to help me be vulnerable with my wife and just tell her how I'm feeling in the moment uh, with the understanding that uh, I, I'm going to say this and if it comes out wrong, we're going to clean it up a little bit later. So thing number one, thing one, here it is. Are you ready? Good. You got to know what she needs. Seek to understand, learn your wife, become a student of, of the game known as your wife it's time to figure out what her needs are what makes her feel safe what makes her feel loved what makes her feel protected what gives her certainty and most of all what makes her feel like a priority now those are the needs that my wife has and i give them to you as an example i don't know your wife heck right now i don't even know you but that's going to change too what you what what's important here is you take basically my structure and you add your own details. That's what is going to help you. How do I know that? It's helped us. It's brought us to this point. And I'm encouraging you to say, get on the ball. Number two, here's what you gotta know. You've got to, once you know what her needs are, you got to be able to identify her actions and her tells and the signs of when she is not feeling those. Because if she's not feeling those, that means she is going to start a spiral. I don't know what your wife's spiral is. I do know what my wife's spiral (laughs)
1: is.
0: (laughs) Be afraid. Be very afraid. I'm kidding, honey. Um, I wouldn't be. (laughs) I, I am. And you know, you know,
1: Depending on what caused the spiral. Now, if it was you that caused the spiral, yes, you should be afraid. I ain't scared. If it's uh, if it's life in general, not so much.
0: So, if you can, if you start picking up on the signs, the tells, it's like reviewing game footage. You just a player will have a tell. It'll be a key. You'll see what's happening, what their tendencies are. Then it's time for you to pick up on those signs and make a plan to start to coach or encourage her to share those so that you can locate her. You can know where she is. That's very, very important. Now, number three in the playbook is to be intentional. And I'm not saying be critical. Don't dive in and say, well, I can see here that there's a different look in your eye. I I would have done this years ago is why I'm saying it. I'm not trying to make light of... Us as guys. No, but.
1: I. you've had moments where you would tell me, well, something just doesn't look right about you. Okay, just let me just be straight up. That wasn't even saying it dirty. That was just straight up saying it wrong <laughs> <laughs> because that was like, what do you mean something doesn't look right about me? And now you're gonna send all these signals that you did not want her thinking about and you just became an asshole without meaning to. So Well as guys we, we <laughs> we've word. gotta
0: we gotta try, you know, we gotta try and you gotta try with the best intentions. But be intentional so that you um you can start to identify and in Jeannie's case she's telling me that which I think is pretty incredible. That I'm asking her questions or I'm touching her more. And this gives her, these things give her an opportunity to try to coach herself through it, like to draw the answers out of her, to find her way instead of me just trying to fix everything.
1: Buzzwords, things like, um, I'm noticing you're kind of pulling away. I'm noticing that you're a little bit distant or, um, you know, you seem to be spending a little bit more time in the room. It's not, you know, why aren't you hanging out with me and spending time with me and the kids? Why are you doing this? You, you're you doing this instead of just asking me and calling it out. The way that we've agreed to do is, you know, the difference between a need and a want. It's how you say it and how she responds to it. If you don't know that, then that's where you're going to come up against a wall. Because some people, if if you tell me I can't, no, you're not doing this. Oh, dude, That that's like flip the switch, bitch mode. I'm going after you. I'm doing exactly what you told me I'm not going to do because, yes, I am a 12-year-old child and okay. I could be a complete and total pain in the ass. But if Quincy tells me, I don't want you doing this because this is what I see, this is the potential that can happen two very different statements, two very different responses. So it's all in knowing how she's going to respond and what you should say when you're asking those questions. Quincy has learned me. Rita has coached him in how to talk to me. And it sounds really stupid sometimes, even to me, because it's like, okay, I got to tell my five-year-old how to do this in a five-year-old tone. That's not what we're saying. It's just understanding there are triggers and there are buzzwords. Which one do you want? Do you want to trigger and piss it off? Or do you want to use a buzzword to call attention to? Well, and
0: and I don't I don't disagree with you in a sense that it seems silly or on on the on its head it seems silly or it's like, oh, why can't you just say what you want to say? And the reason is because you
1: can't just say it ugly and we'll clean it up.
0: <laughs> well, the thing is is that when it comes to you know, communication or what whatever you're trying to start new, it just because you do it once doesn't mean it's perfect. Just because you do it do it once doesn't mean you know how to do it all the time. Exactly. And what's important is is speaking the language that your spouse is going to hear. If I say it my way, how I would want it said to me, it's not going to register with you. No. But if I say it in a, in a way where you can hear me, in these really tense and frustrating moments that I'm speaking your language. So it's something you're going to hear. You won't have to sift through the interpretation of what it is. And it's actually, it's a learned behavior for me. It's something that I had to develop, and it's been game changer. And it's there's nothing in myself, I'm not changing a part of who I am. I've just, I've really just grown into, and if I say something, I want you to be able to understand what I'm saying. And so at first, you have to work on it a lot. It's like anything. You have to, and, you know, the goal is like, you don't want to work on it until you get it right. You want to work on it until you can't get it wrong. And that's, you know, one of those Nick Saban type mentalities. Just continue to improve. And after a while, you're you will have enhanced your ability to be able to speak to your spouse in the language that they understand because you're not the same people. We didn't grow up in the same house. <clears throat> we don't have the same family background. Things are different, and you're you're very impressionable when you're young. So that's why it's important. So identifying these areas that we're talking about is going to be freaking game-changer status for you because now you will be able to help talk her off the ledge instead of her taking a dive into whatever spiral is in front of her. And I think it's important, you know, I don't know what it is about being a guy. I think it's important for me uh, as a guy, maybe that it's because I, you know, I never really saw my dad panic, but whatever it is, I want to be the face in the presence of certainty, no matter where I am. Um, I, it's, important for me to do that at work, it's important for me to do that at home and you know no matter where i am, i want to be that presence of certainty. And that's the opportunity that you have there even if you're in panic mode on the inside. These are things that we can learn and grow and and start to perfect. It's something that will add to you as a man and being intentional about your wife and meeting her needs on purpose will be great for your relationship. So that's my encouragement to you. This is the playbook. This is where you go and you develop your plan. Give us your feedback. Let us know what your successes are. Even better, if you screw it up, let me know, dude. Tell me. I want to hear it. I put all my screw-ups out here, at least most of them, so that you can hear it. And uh, I want to make sure that you know we are here to support you. I've never claimed to be a clinical psychologist of relationship. I'm just an average dude that is trying to be above average in my marriage and I'm doing it on purpose. And that's why you're here because you want to get better at life, at yourself, at your marriage. You want to be intentional, right? Word up, homie. Thanks for listening. You ain't nothing but a stud. If you're near a mirror, you better look at that mirror and tell yourself you a big stud, son. Why? Because you listen to man, man versus marriage the podcast. Right, honey? That's right. Thank you for answering. You didn't answer. I answered for myself. Anyway, guys, until next time, the Cube Dog and Genie, right here, Moran Family World Headquarters. This is Man versus Marriage, the podcast. The podcast. How good do you want your life to be? You gotta live on purpose. Perfect. It's truly about becoming the best version of yourself that's possible. This is Man vs. Merit, the podcast.